to be here tonight to worship none other but Jesus Christ himself. Have your Bibles turned with us to Revelations, the third chapter. I'm going to do a little mixture of the Sunday school lesson with tying in with our normal Wednesday nights. Uh, so far as the body, if you read that lesson, and there's a possibility you may not have, uh, but if you read even the, the lesson itself, you're going to see toward the end of that lesson some very uh, statements were made by the writer of the lesson that ties it into about the body, about the body being one, and how the enemy sets out to destroy the unity of the body and how to try to destroy the church. So I'm going to try to travel pretty quickly tonight. There's some other things that need to go on before others leave here tonight. So I got all that on my mind and, and understand. And uh, But anyway, God's going to work it all out. Uh, the third chapter of Revelations, the first verse. And unto the angel of the church of Sardis write these things, saith he that hath the seven spirits of God to the seven stars. I know thy works, and thou hast a name that thou livest and dead. I'm just going to read that portion of it. We'll, we'll finish it all in just a minute, okay? Lord, we love you tonight. So thankful for this opportunity to be back in the house of God. Thankful for this opportunity that we can be a servant of yours, a voice of yours. And we pray for that anointing. The anointing upon our minds and for you to fill our mouths with your word. The words that need to be spoken into the hearts and the souls and the mind of every man, woman, boy, and girl in this assembly. It is your heartbeat desire, God, to touch each and every one of us with the power of your word, the power of your spirit, with the power of your promises. I promise you, Lord, all all glory and praise and honor is going to be lifted to you and to you alone. In Jesus' name we pray. Lord bless you. You may be seated. Amen. Well, in this particular lesson, you're going to notice um, in this the writings here and uh, what unfolds and begin to take place in this Sardis church. And uh, I thought it was quite uh, not really strange or odd, but how it all began to work. And even the topic of this particular lesson, if you looked at it, and uh, the topic, the subject gigs is to what? Is to awake. That's what revival is all about. It's reviving that that was once alive but has died. That's what revival is really all about. It's reviving that that has died. And so the lesson was on to awake. And so the call until this Sardis church was to awake out of a sleep and to wake themselves out of a spiritual condition and not to let die that that's at the point of dying. How many of you believe that as we speak as a whole to the whole United States of America and to the whole as to the church a man and to religion and to all that would and I'm going to put all of us together here for just a little while tonight. Everybody that calls himself a born again Christian every denomination every everyone that calls himself a disciple of Jesus Christ. Everyone that calls themselves and preach and teach out of this same King James Version or the Bible, what we call the Bible. In other words, they don't preach or teach out of the Quran. They don't have a separate book, but they all preach and teach. And so we should all come in line. We should all come in the same uh, direction and following a man. There should be such a familiarity and an image and a likeness. Hallelujah. Disciples and followers of Jesus Christ. I just can't help but believe that, that in the 
early days in the beginning of the church, it was pretty obvious, amen. You could see them out on the street. You could see them wherever the direction they would go and the, how they conducted themselves. That the, they could be recognized and, 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 and pointed out quickly that these are became disciples of Jesus Christ. And that's rightly so because when you read the Word of God, and if you ever experience a born-again experience, hallelujah, you realize and you understand that the transforming that took place, a transforming that could not be of man and of yourself, but a transforming that came from a visitation from God Himself through the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And things that come alive in you and eyes begin to be open and ears begin to be unstopped and revelations begin to move and inside the truth and doctrines that cause you to come alive that once you was dead. Now, if you come for a dead slow wish tonight, buddy, you're in the wrong house. I didn't come to be dead tonight. Hallelujah. And I ain't being ugly. I'm just telling you, we're going to be pushed for a little time, but we're going to, God's going to do a quick work. So as we watch this, amen, and understand this topic, if, I, if there's ever been a time, I'll tell you, how many of you believe that we need an awakening in the good old United States of America? How many of you believe that we need an awakening in a church? Too many talents that are dead. Too many gifts and promises that are dead. Too many are letting too much of the doctrine just slip away and die off. This is where the Sardis Church was at. Sardis Church have allowed herself to be, to a certain degree, walked asleep. Allowed herself in the spiritual realm especially. Even though she had the name of being alive. But she said, but, but, but the messenger said, the messenger with the double-edged sword... The messenger, a man that was clothed, a man with all white. The messenger with the white wool hair. The messenger with eyes of flame. The messenger that we know without waver or doubt tonight was none other but Jesus Christ himself. The one that, that John had fell before him as a dead man. A man was a messenger was sending a word to, to Sardis and to the believers in Sardis and what had transpired and taken place. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people that wants to say that were Christians and that were followers or disciples of Jesus Christ, but they really don't have the bill of goods. They don't have the authority and the power and the demonstration of the love of the Father and the love of the Almighty God. Hallelujah. They don't have the power and the authority. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. To see the miraculous and the supernatural. Hallelujah. Mr. Lord, you're in the right house because we believe in miracles. Hallelujah. We believe in a God that'll make a way with us even there be no way. When you and I can't do it, he can. And you know what? That's exactly how God wants it. If we get to a place and we can't do it, you know what? He steps in if we'll let him. So God's going to work for us. Hallelujah. God's still in the revival business. God's still in the saving business. God's still in the business. Amen. That's the reason he walked in the midst of all seven churches. Regardless of the faults and failures and shortcomings and all the other things. Hallelujah. Praise God. And he's going to work in this church. And he's going to work in this body of believers. And you can get on or do whatever you want to. Hallelujah. But God's going to have a church. 
God's going to have a church in this end time. God's going to have a people that understands and recognizes his name. Understand that it's holy. And by praying in this name that anything is possible. Amen. The dead can be raised. Blinded eyes can be opened. Their fears can be stopped. But above all of that, even the song that we sung tonight, talking about all that he owns. But what he really owns is all of eternity. And that's not all he owns. How he controls the devil. And when that moment time going to come, he's going to send one angel. Amen. To bind up that devil. Hallelujah that we give so much credit to to cause us so much havoc and so much trouble. But my God and my Savior called Jesus Christ. Gonna send, he's not even going. He's going to send an angel to do it. And so we can see in this house and even in this lesson, amen, as we begin to observe what begins to take place and, and, and it happens, we're going to notice the call to awake out of a sleep. It's not only to the Sardis church, but we see this is a, tr- a problem, amen, from the, even the very beginning. Not too many years after the church was born, hallelujah, began to lull itself and begin to get in a place. It's really, really not easy, hallelujah, to stay awake and vigilant and sober all the time. I'm sure we all have a, a witness and to testify at times when we just, we just got a little too slack. We got a, or you're going to notice maybe just a little too busy. But too busy not with the right thing, but with the wrong thing. Not necessarily an ungodly thing, but with life. The writer talks about it. Amen. That we find ourselves busy. Getting up in the morning time, he writer puts it. Putting our feet on the floor and running against the clock. Hallelujah from that moment on. Because we got families to tend to. We got, we got schools to go to. We got church business to take care of. We got work to take care of. We got this place to go and that place to go. And we find ourselves busy. Hallelujah. If we're not careful, the day of be coming to a close and running to an end. And all we got the strength to do, amen, is just get in and make it home. Hallelujah. With the last few moments and of time that's left, we're in a busy society and a busy world and we're just busy but I'm telling you amen it's time for you and I as born again Christians and followers of Jesus Christ to make sure that we're going to get some priorities right and the only priority there is amen is I want to be a witness of the power of Jesus Christ I want to be a witness I want to be a product of the cross I want to be a product of the blood of the lamb I want to be a product of the baptism of the Holy Ghost I want to be a product and bear the fruits of the power of the Holy Ghost that man take conform it and transform it by itself but by the Holy Ghost amen I tell you we can bear fruits that'll turn our world upside down got enough scriptures here tonight but I got four pages I don't have 40 I got four hallelujah praise God revelation 3 and 1 let's go back to it and to the angel of the church of Sardis right these things saith he that hath what The seven spirits of God. Notice that spirits capitalize. Seven complete. Hallelujah. All seven. Jesus Christ. Watch this. I'm going to touch just a few. To help us understand who Jesus Christ was as the Messiah. It is a must. 
John's writing, the same writer of this, wrote to us First John, the fifth chapter. Amen. And it was a must. You must believe that Jesus Christ was the Son of God. But if you could believe that Jesus Christ was the Son of God, hallelujah, there's nothing that you can't overcome by the Word of God and by loving His commandments. Hallelujah. Regardless of the enemy, the powers thereof. And that's really what Brother Ford was saying in the starting of this lesson. Hallelujah. Starting of this service. If He's for you, who can be against you? The devil's against you. The spirit of iniquity's against you. Darkness is against you. But they cannot succeed because greater is He that's in us than He that's in the world. Hallelujah. He is a light unto all men. It doesn't matter where they come from. It doesn't matter the color of their skin. It doesn't matter if they're rich or poor, uneducated or not. None of that don't have nothing to do with it. It's when you come to the realization, I've got to have a Savior. Hallelujah. And so this scripture makes it plain to us. And I'm going to spend just a, a few seconds here, if you don't mind. First, uh, for John, I'm sorry, John 1 and 15 16. John bear witness of him, talking about Jesus. Crying and saying, this was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And in his fullness have all we received grace for grace. In the fullness, Jesus Christ brought us what? Grace and truth. Thank God for grace tonight. Not a grace, amen, for a license to sin, but a grace that I come to my rescue and I could find mercy and a help and a comfort and a guide and a voice. Hallelujah. That helped me overcome sin. That helped me overcome the devil. That helped me overcome trials and simple tribulations. That helped me, hallelujah, keep from going to sleep. Thank God for midweek service and a group of people. Hallelujah. Regardless of how busy you've been already this week that you're willing to take out time to come to the house of God on a Wednesday night. Hallelujah. To hear the word of God and feel the presence of God and let the hand of God work in your life and the voice of God work in your life. There's no better hope. There's no better comfort. There's no better God. Amen. To the house of God. There were a body of believers come together and join together where two or three gather in my name. He said, I'm in the midst. And if you got Jesus in the midst, anything is possible. Hallelujah. John 1 and 32, as you drop down a few verses, John bear record saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it abode upon him. I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize water, the same said unto me, upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit. Notice the word Spirit's capitalized. Descending and remaining on him, the same as he which baptizes with the Holy Ghost. Have you been baptized with the Holy Ghost? It's a promise from God. Don't listen to man. Don't listen to false doctrines. Hallelujah. You're going to notice in this. That's some of the things that's died off. That's some of the things that's failed to the wayside. We're living in a society that believes you can make it without the Holy Ghost. But without his spirit, you're none of his. But by his spirit, after they throw the dirt in my face, that spirit's going to resurrect a body. That spirit, amen, is going to come and get us out of that grave. It's that same spirit, amen, becomes a voice and a comfort. Hallelujah. It's a lifter of our soul and a lifter of our lives. It's something the devil didn't give it to you. The devil can't take it. It's something the world didn't give it to you. The world can't take it. It's something that external things, amen, can't take it from you. It's getting given to you by God. It's a promise of the heavenly father. Amen. That I'll come and abode and abide and dwell and comfort you. He's a Holy Ghost giver. Jesus Christ is a Holy Ghost giver. Hallelujah. John 3 and 34 says, for he whom hath, hath sent Speaking the words of God, for God giveth not the Spirit. What? 
by measure unto him talking about Jesus. That's the reason your, your scripture started out tonight. The seven spirits. The completeness. The fullness. The way that God deals with the earth and men of the earth is through the operation, amen, of these seven spirits. Hallelujah. And Jesus Christ came of the fullness of them. That's the reason he could speak to the elements. That's the reason he knew the thoughts of men. That's the reason, amen, he was both full man and full God. Hallelujah. And I'm thankful to know him, amen, with that revelation and understanding. Hallelujah. But then you drop down to John 7, and you're going to see on the last day of a great feast that Jesus stood and cried, saying, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. If there's ever been a generation that needs to learn who to drink from. Hallelujah. I'm going to cover some scriptures by the help of the Lord here tonight. There's a lot of world drinking out of their own cups. Hallelujah. And coming, amen, drunk and overpowered by the things of the world. But I'm telling you what, if there's ever been a time the church needs to become drunk. Hallelujah. She needs to become saturated. She needs to become overwhelmed. She needs to lose control and let the Holy Ghost have the control. Hallelujah. I'm telling you what. If we're not careful, we're getting ourselves too busy in the world and the things of the world. Hallelujah. The world's going to die. Let the dead bury the dead. But the living, amen. The living, amen. We're looking beyond the clouds. We're looking beyond. We're not going to get caught up in those spirits. We're not going to get caught up in those fights. We're not going to get sidetracked with all that mess. How many of you know what happened here Sunday night? I mean, you know that we had a visitor out in the, out in the parking lot. <laughs> How many of you prayed for him this week or her or them that God would save them? How many of you asked the Father to forgive them? I don't know, Hoshanda, I'm telling you I'm walking in a different heartbeat and a different power. Hallelujah. I am not just want to see them cast in jail and all that stuff. No, they need to be redeemed. They need to be wrecked. That's what's going to solve the problem, honey. You can fill up the jails and build multitudes of them, but you're still going to have the spiritual problem. Well, that didn't go real good, but it's the truth. Well, they took this and they took that. Yeah. Guess what happened this week? Somebody come by the hardware store. Somebody heard of our situation. Somebody heard about a couple of foster parents. Somebody handed me. Huh. He'll take it. It's half of it. Half of the $800 in case you're wondering. $400 next service is being handed back. And your eye, devil. In your face, devil. Hallelujah. It wasn't even a Holy Ghost man or man. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, God can move. It's according to how we walk. It's according to how we respond to it. It's according to how we act about it. I don't need a nine millimeter to blow his brains out. What I need is to get in the presence of a living God that can transform their lives. We got a God that cares. We got a God that'll fight our battles. He not only fight our battles, he'll bless us on the way. Oh, Hallelujah. Praise God. This is the Holy Ghost giver I'm talking about. Amen. Amen. Acts 2 and 33 talks about, 
Amen. Uh, 20, 20, John 20, 21, 22 talks about Jesus Christ breathing on him, told him to receive the Holy Ghost. Acts 2, 33 says, Therefore, being by the right hand of God, exalted in heaven, received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost. He's talking about Jesus Christ. He had shed forth this, which now you watch, see and hear. Do you remember that? Both you see and hear. I'm going to tell you something. You can see the results and hear the results when God moves into the temple. Oh, I become a new creation. I'm not complete yet, but I'm on a journey. And if I stay in the pathway, if I keep myself sober, if I keep myself awake, if I keep myself vigilant, if I keep myself digging, hallelujah, we can reach the perfection and the completeness that God desires us to reach. So as we watch some of this, hallelujah. The Bible talks about how the Sardis was framed even among the churches for spiritual vitality, which means having life. But watch this. But yet he who sees not as man seeth pronounces her dead. I'm telling you, there's men all across our world and our nation. Hallelujah, all kind of churches. They're boasting and bragging how they're churches. But I'm here to tell you, God's looking for a church that is alive. Not alive in self, but in Him. Not alive for their own ministry and their own perfection far as, hallelujah, to, to whatever purpose that might be. But amen, amen, but do two things. That's to glorify the head and edify the body. Hallelujah, that's what this is called, is all about. That's what the fivefold ministry was given. That's the working, amen, of the gifts of the Holy Ghost. I pray they'd work in this house tonight. Hallelujah, gift of tongues, interpretation. Hallelujah, gift of wisdom and, and knowledge, amen. Gift of discernment would walk in this house. Hallelujah, whatever we might need for this service to be successful. Hallelujah, and a team. Hallelujah, what God's got on the table prepared for this service. He knew exactly who was going to be in here. He knows exactly what you need. And you know what? He has supplied the need through none other but our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. As he moves upon our hearts, as he moves upon our minds, as he moves upon our spirits here. I know some of you fight some real battles, but you know what? Hallelujah, if you'll just stay with it and stay sober and stay vigilant. Hallelujah, you're going to hear him say, well done. You start watching some of these scriptures. Watch this. First Timothy 5 and 6. But she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she liveth. I'm going to bring out some key words in our letter, amen, to Sardis and other places out of the word of God. The world thinks she's living it up. Hallelujah. I couldn't help but when I first heard about this and the next day, hallelujah, I couldn't help but think, hallelujah, that party's probably already over with and they've enjoyed their time, but unless they repent, and I'm praying God that they would repent. That's the reason I pray God forgive them for they know not what they do. They're blinded by an enemy. Hallelujah. They thought they was prospering. They thought they was getting by, by, by life a lot better. They thought they hit the jackpot. How many of you locked your doors tonight, by the way? Can I be honest? I was shocked at how many had not locked their doors. I'll just be honest with you. How many of you remember a time? It's been several years now. But we actually uh, actually announced in the pulpit, make sure you lock your doors. Make sure you lock your doors. Because sure, there's a string going through. They was hitting churches. 
Amen. While they was in church. It's been several years ago, but I remember. Hallelujah. So we need, how many of you lock two doors? <laughs> Praise God. I like mine. Hallelujah. One thing, I don't want nobody getting in it. Amen. <laughs> I don't want to get in that truck and driving down the road and going down 57. Somebody reach around the back of that thing. And <laughs> All I can say, you're in for a ride, honey. <laughs> I figured the time I get through gassing and breaking and jerking it around. Hallelujah. Because I can't have the seatbelt on and have me wrapped up around me at the same time. Hallelujah. But you know what? We need to get a seatbelt on in the house of God. We need to get a seatbelt on that church of living for God. We need to get some things established and grounded and settled. And they wouldn't even be at the bail over less much to fight. There's some things this nation ought never even debate it over. Let's must fight about it. I tell you right now, the devil's doing everything he can to tear down the word of God, tear down the church. If we're not careful, we got a spirit that's attacked this nation, doing everything it can to tear down the constitution and everything this nation was built upon. Because what this nation was built upon was being Christians and believers in the word of God and the God of that book. And I'm telling you, no other nation can rise above it. Well, watch this. Even Israel needed us. Say what you want to about that. We blessed Israel. Now he's, God's blessed us. Because we had, we had some leaders then. That made some decisions even against Congress. When the Bible fell open. About the promise given to Abraham. And he followed the word. He didn't worry about if it was politically correct or not. Political correctness. Well, I'm not being ugly here. And I'm just, I tell you, our country's fallen. Watch this. I'm for the lawman, 100%. Okay? Now, I agree 100%. That man's probably at least guilty. Now, the judgment part and all that other, I don't know. That's, that's somebody else's. Okay? But on the other hand, I don't know how many of you heard. But I heard sometime today or yesterday, sometime another, someone has brought to our attention that there was another uh, a black girl that was shot, 16-year-old, taking a knife, trying to cut some folks. The police got there. A man who wound up having to shoot the girl because she began to attack another one and killed her. And they're writing already. You know, what my, my, you know what my answer to all that is? Here's, here's my answer. Don't call them. Don't call them. You're not going to accept how they get to. Because watch this. Let's just put some logic in this. Why did you call them? Apparently the situation got to a place that you can't handle it. And so now you're calling for some help. And the directions and the decisions they got to make. And I'm not justifying for, for, for things that's not right. Okay, well, I don't know how I'm on this. But watch this. I tell you, all of this we got to deal with. And all this we got to walk in the marvelous light of Jesus Christ. But I'm telling you, and I could take you to Romans. And we'll do that in just a minute. The 13th chapter. How to submit ourselves. Until, but we're in a lawless society. I could take you to another place in the scriptures I'm going to. That says we're not a people that riot. That means, you know what a riot is? That's where two or three get together. Amen. It's caught causing troubles. And things of that nature. And breaking the law. That's a right. Did you know the book says that we can't be a part of that? We're not of that. You'd be shocked at those who call themselves Christians who have been. Oh, 
I told you. It's going to be a little different. No, it's not different. This is the house of God. We're, we're not creatures. Hallelujah. That walked out of darkness. We're creatures that have been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. We're not drunk off the affairs of the world and the spirits of the world. Hey Amen. We once walked there. We once was in that. But now through the baptism of the Holy Ghost and the washing of the blood of Jesus Christ, I got something on the inside that helped me not to do that. All right, watch some of this. Amen. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such. Turn away. What is the power? What did Acts 1 and 8 tell us? Amen. That the Holy Ghost would what? Make us what? Witnesses. Is that not what it's all about? Is being a witness of Jesus Christ. The power of his love. The power of his grace. Amen. That was poured out upon us as individuals. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's a reason we respond to all the circumstances of life differently than the world. You know what? I could have Sunday night got out here and got to stir everybody up and said, hey, y'all go get your guns. We're going to start going from house to house and door to door. We fix to find out who done this. You might be shocked how many of y'all I could have stirred up and got along with me. Especially when you get in the wrong crowd or the wrong spirit. Now we know the Bible says, man, they had to crucify him. But there's some says, amen, but they, they, if they'd have just known that he was a prince of life, they wouldn't have done it. But the Bible had to be fulfilled. Watch it, end time's coming. And you know what the church has got to make up her mind? I'm going to make a stand in this end time. Amen. And all the persecutions and all the trials and all the disappointments. Hallelujah. I don't know how many bruises I'm going to wind up with, how many whatever I'm going to wind up with, but I'm going to stay in the church. I'm not going to backslide over it. I'm not going to get a bad attitude. I'm not going to get a bad spirit about it. It. Hallelujah, but I'm going to hang in here because I understand with a revelation who's going to leave this world. We'll stay with this. I'm trying not to get on that. I'm trying to stay. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny Him. Got to find that balance. Got to find that place. How to walk, how to live, being abominable, amen, and disobedient unto every good work, reprobates. <laughs> Folks, I don't want to be a reprobate. I want my works, hallelujah, the love of God, the love of the Father, amen, to flow through us. Hallelujah, impacting our community, impacting our world, and those around us, hallelujah, that greater sea that's in us, hallelujah. I praise God. I'm glad none of you didn't let that keep you from coming back tonight. Because <laughs> we're living in a world today, I tell you, it's full of chaos. It's full of trouble. Hallelujah. It's the heart. There's a heart problem. It's the real problem. But if you can get the heart right, I tell you what, there's not near as many problems when you get the heart right. But the heart's got to be right. Ephesians 2 and 1 talks about, and he had through it quickened who were dead in trespasses of sin. I want you to listen to some of that. We're in time past. He walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the air. Amen. The power of the air and the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. 
Hallelujah. I don't want that spirit to get a hold of me. I don't want that spirit to rise up within me. No, hallelujah. I've been called out of that. I've been baptized with something that'll help me on this journey. Why? Because the fourth, fourth verse puts it this way. But God, who is rich in mercy, thank God for his mercy. Hallelujah. Thank God for his mercy. I need it tonight. It's a goodness and the mercy of God. Hallelujah. That's keeping us along this way and helping us to walk along this journey. James 2 and 26. As a body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. I tell you, we need faith. Smith, did I hear you right tonight? I got away from you. Did you say y'all seen an alligator? It didn't dawn on my hearing kind of, you know, sometimes. So it took about three or four steps. And she, she said, we almost didn't make it. We seen. I got the part alligators about here. That's faith. It's not coming, but going home in the dark. That's going to be faith. We're going to pray. It's going to be all right. Don't worry about it. God's going to keep you. Hallelujah. Miss Lord, God heard your prayer. You hear me? God heard it. That's the reason you're here. And God's going to work it all out. You don't have to worry. God don't miss not one thing. He doesn't miss not one word. Hallelujah. He sees and knows it all. And you know what? When you humble yourself to him, hallelujah, he'll make a way. He'll move. He'll open up doors. I'm telling you, hallelujah, it's ever been a time for the church to come alive. I tell you, God wants to give us revival. God wants to give us souls. God wants us to pull them out of the pits. God wants us to pull them out of the darkness. We are the city on the hill. I'm not about to let no foul spirits, amen, put our light out. That's what this is all about. That's what this is talking about. Amen. Uh, Lord, help me here. Revelation 3 and 2. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain. Gird it up. Strengthen it. Go back to the scriptures. Reread it again. Reassure yourself. Many and begins to cause you to question doctrines that was handed down to you. Huh. I'm telling you, that's what's happened. That's what's going on. Even among the Pentecost, doctrines had begun to die. Doctrines. And we could have stopped some of it. Amen. Before it ever died. Amen. We could have stopped it. But it's up to us as individuals. Hallelujah. You know what? You don't backslide overnight. Unless you've never had nothing to backslide from. And they may be as much of that right there going on. <laughs> as the other. But you've got to be born again. Of the water. Of the spirit. These are not my words. That's in the book. That's in this book right here. That watch this. Yeah, listen to Revelation and, and all this preaching out of it and stuff. And <laughs> it talks about the first resurrection. How blessed. It talks about the second resurrection. How the, that'll even be after a thousand years. Watch this. Everybody under the sound of my voice is going to be resurrected. Either in the first one or the second one. Small and great, young and old, they're all going to be resurrected. God help us. I want to be a part of that first resurrection. I want to be a part of that resurrection. It's going to be blessed. Folks, we got a goal. It's more important than money. It's more important than anything this world has to offer us. Amen. It's to become a vessel of God.
Young boys, you listen to me. On Sunday morning, Sunday night, don't you forget that visitation. Amen. An elder that came and walked by our way. Hallelujah. And the anointing of God. Something needs to spark on the inside of our young people. Hallelujah. And our children. To help them to understand this is the most precious thing that you can be a part of. Hallelujah. It's the most powerful thing. It's the most joyful thing. Hallelujah. I'm dead against coming to the house of God with an attitude and spirit. Praise God here. Dude, I just attitude. I'd start speaking back to that. I'd say, okay, devil, I'm gonna just go get drunk tonight then. At the house of God, not, not at Joe's or whatever. I'm talking about the house of God. I'm coming to get drunk in the Holy Ghost. I'm coming to get beside myself. I'm coming to dance. I'm coming to party. I show you, devil, you want to jump on my bandwagon. You want to try to put my light out. I'll just go and put some more wood on it. I'll just go and ignite it in the presence of God and let him set me on fire. It's one of the best things that you and I can do. Amen. You could see what he begins to talk about. And I could give a lot of scriptures here. Amen. It talks about the dead and the living and things of that nature. So as we move on here, watch this. Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard. Remember, remember. Even Peter talks about it. And not to forget, not to let it slip. Remember what you have heard and received remember the scripture i told you a few months moments ago you have heard and seen with your own eyes hallelujah what caused simon amen to pull money out of his pocket give me the power of that holy ghost Hallelujah! i can lay my hands on hallelujah he saw and heard something hallelujah that was above above miracles hallelujah that was above amen people just being baptized both men and women but there was a baptism of the holy ghost that fell upon that group hallelujah hallelujah of the Samaritans and hallelujah that old sorcerer hallelujah that old one that had beguiled and bewitched the people for a long time hallelujah realize hallelujah something greater something more powerful but he didn't really want to repent even though he'd been watch this he'd also been baptized hallelujah but you know what he was still lacking something hallelujah because he wanted to buy it with money he wanted the Holy Ghost for the wrong reason and for the wrong purpose hallelujah God help us in America hallelujah we want the Holy Ghost amen that the Holy Ghost can be the ruler of our lives that the Holy Ghost can be the comfort of our lives, that the Holy Ghost can be the orchestrator and director of our lives. I'm telling you, thank God for the Holy Ghost tonight. Hallelujah, as we love and worship Him. Remember, therefore, how thou hast received and heard. Hold fast and repent. Hold fast and repent. Hallelujah, you know what was happening? You watch some of this. I know my time's up, so I'm going to finish it. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come what unto thee like a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Hallelujah, you know what? If we'd had a watchman out there, Hallelujah. Had a, had a National Guard out here walking up and down this parking lot. Hallelujah. You know what the chances of us getting robbed? Been pretty slim, wouldn't it? Had two or three guys out there with them 16s walking around them automobiles. Hallelujah. I'm telling you what. If they'd have walked in here or pulled in here, they said, hmm, this ain't the place to come. Hallelujah. Then we're going to work on that. We'll get some cameras. We're going to do some things. But hallelujah. But you know what? Hallelujah. I'm telling you what. If there's ever been a time, we need a watchman in the spiritual realm. Because I'm telling you, America's dead spiritually. Hallelujah. She don't even have a clue what sin is anymore. She don't have any difference from amen, any idea between black and white anymore because the world and the spirit of the world is trying to mingle and mess it all up that you can't tell any difference and the dead churches are allowing it dead churches when they roll up in the cassock sending them all to heaven will tell you something a man don't have the power to do that 
Including me. Including me. That's a God thing. Thank God it is. Thank God it is. Hallelujah. Uh, Lord have mercy. I'd have loved to spend a few minutes, amen, about the watchman, Isaiah 56, about the watchman in 62. I'd love to spend a few minutes in Matthew 24, amen, when he talks about watch. and talks about that one, amen. Here's the key. Now you watch this. Amen. <laughs> you ever start on a long journey? <laughs> Most of the time we're going on a long journey. If I'm going to be one of the drivers, you know what? I'm going to be one of the first. I'd rather be the first. Everybody's alive and awake, excited about going on a trip. So everybody's standing awake and driving, doing good. <laughs> about two or three hours into it, and all of a sudden people are getting, all right, I got my turnover with. Because <laughs> you get weary. And we're on a journey, ladies and gentlemen. We're trying to get from earth to heaven. And we're on a journey. And nobody knows how long the journey is going to be. Nobody knows, amen, when the watchman, hallelujah, has to be on the, the first watch, the second watch, or the third watch. Nobody, because if you'd only knew when the thief was going to come, you would have prevented him from breaking up the house. So the Lord himself gave us the same parable and example of himself. He actually told Sardis. He said... I come in like a thief. I come. And you won't even know it. What he's talked about Jerusalem. I gave you a visitation. I want to gather you as a hen. That you didn't, you didn't recognize. You let it slip by. That's the reason every service is important. Every visitation of the Holy Ghost is important. Because God knows what tomorrow holds, none of us. But you know what? God's always has tried to prepare his people. Individuals, families, or a church. If we got an ear to hear. If we got an ear to hear. Praise God. That has a few names, but watch this. This is the latter part of this, the last three verses. That has a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments. They didn't allow their garments to get polluted. They didn't allow their garments to become stained or soiled. <laughs> they kept them. So they had hope in Sardis. They had some, amen. So, so what's, what's all this about? What's this? And they shall walk with me in white. And they, sh are, they are worthy. I missed a portion in a, in a, in a verse previous. Uh, let me. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. But I will confess his name before my Father, before the angels. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Hallelujah. Lord, can we pray with you tonight? Come up here. We're going to pray with you. Church, I want you to come. We're going to pray for this good man. He needs a miracle in his life. And, and uh, I know my time's pushed me here, and so... Hallelujah, I feel to just step on into this. But there was a, a word in this letter. There was a word in this letter. That word was complete. You have not completed. Perfect. That's, that's complete. Somewhere along the journey, some of them allowed themselves to become soiled and, and, and damaged. And that's what he's telling them. But he said, you can repent now. 
and come back. Because you got some in the church now that you can turn back to and watch and make that connection. Tag in. How many wants to become a complete work? That's everybody. Everybody, Lord. All of us. See, we're all in earthen vessels. And we've got to fight with the devils and circumstances and pitfalls of life. But you know what? God's, God's the Savior. God's the Waymaker. And so we're going to abide with you here tonight and pray. And watch the hand of God through things that, that you and I can't do. But he'll do it for us. You know why? Because we're asking him. Because he loves us. He cares about us. He see, you know what? He saw you here tonight before you did. Even a month ago, he saw you was going to be here tonight. He knows all of it. And that's not all. He knows you're tomorrow, next week, six months. Now. He knows it all. And by your choice that you've made here tonight, it can change some of what the devil had set out. Amen. We can change it right here tonight. Hallelujah. Okay. We're going to anoint him with oil. Our brother's going to come around. We're going to pray. He's repentant. He told me repentant. And, and uh, he's wanting God to work for him and, and move on his behalf. And you know what? Tonight's a good night. Tonight's a good night. Amen. For somebody to get the Holy Ghost. For somebody to be mightily touched and transformed by the hand of God. This God would do it. So let's bind together. in this house tonight. Let's give him some honor and glory in the house tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. That's good. That's a language I'm telling you. It moves God. Tears are moving when nothing else is moving. Brokenness. Amen. The seed can't come in, the spirit, without being broken. But when you become broken, guess what? He can pour himself in. You let him do it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
believe you're going to leave here a different man. You believe him. Don't let the devil trip you up, though. He's going to try. But you tell him to get behind you. <laughs> this church is going to be for you. And God's for you. If God's for you, who can be against you? Okay? All right. Love you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you, church. Appreciate you tonight. Your response here tonight and the hand of the Lord and the touch of God. And we want you to remember Lloyd tonight and keep him in your prayers. Uh, amen. Some things are really unfold. Hallelujah. We're so thankful. Amen. For you and appreciate you. Let's remember the Smith family. Honestly, they have to float in and out. A lot of us wouldn't have done what they've done tonight to be here. They live in the Riverland States in here and they have to float out. So when they talked about the alligators and all that and Amen. So let's pray, God, to keep them, keep them safe. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. These kind of commitments and sacrifices can make all the difference in the world. Hallelujah. God's, God's, God's trying to give us revival, folks. God's trying to give us revival. Hallelujah. You can sure be a good start of it. All right. Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you tonight. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. God bless you tonight. I need to talk to the trustees for just a second. All right. God bless you. A couple of things here. I forgot. A couple of announcements. I need to make the shower tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Fellowship Hall uh, shower for Sister Deanna and Jaron. So let's remember that. Uh, ladies, come be a part of that. Also, uh, April the 23rd, I'll make sure we get these dates right. Sister Rebecca Berry will be uh, speaking at the April 23rd, 730. This is Brother uh, McKissick's Church in Geiger Road out here. That's going to be this coming Friday night. And then Saturday at 9 o'clock, they got a breakout session for ages 8 and 12 and 13 through 25. And they don't have no speakers on this part. I'm not sure who. But anyway, any of the ladies, young ladies that like to go and be a part of that. Okay? God bless you.